Hey, it's outside the box, where I get to deal with my feelings a little. Today's topic is, I'm sorry. In a previous outside the box many months ago, I tried to offer a sincere apology for all the benefits and advantages I have as someone with white privilege in our society. It was uncomfortable because I still can't get rid of that privilege. Just saying I'm sorry may be a good start, but not all that's needed. However, when a person has power over someone else, they can get away without apologizing at all, no matter how egregious the sin. So when there actually is an apology with real sincerity behind it, that's pretty rare. Plenty of corporations have apologized for wrongdoing, such as Johnson & Johnson in 1982, when some of their capsules laced with cyanide killed seven people. But businesses apologized to retain business and to cut financial losses. And Johnson & Johnson is not currently expressing regret for its promotion of opioids because they made a financial killing. Celebrities apologize if their career might be on the line. Sports heroes and heroes say what they have to say so they don't lose lucrative product endorsements. Cyclist Lance Armstrong's apologies for using performance-enhancing drugs after winning numerous races and lying about it for years was certainly too little too late. When it comes to politics, many politicians won't say they're sorry at all, or their apologies only look like apologies but really aren't. It goes way back to clergy member Cotton Mather, who never apologized for his role in the Salem witch trials, to Grover Cleveland, who, as president, raped a young woman and got her pregnant, but never even said he was sorry. There's Richard Nixon's famous checker speech in 1952, denying financial irregularities. Also, Bill Clinton and his affairs with women, and most recently the current resident of the White House, who, as far as I know, has not apologized for anything. Whenever it comes to politics, what counts is saving one's political career. Then there are the apologies from those who are accused of sexual affairs or domestic abuse, or people using obnoxious racist or sexist language. I imagine some of those might be sincere, in addition to using the I'm sorry to cover their ass. None of these apologies have that so-called real sincerity I noted earlier. It's damage control more than anything. A sincere apology might be one where an apologizer has nothing to gain and something to lose by apologizing, but does it anyway. If that's true, then even my, I'm sorry, in a previous outside the box of many months ago, is questionable. After all, I use the apology as the topic for an outside the box feature. If I'd sent the apology to some people of color I knew but not splashed it over the airways, that'd have been more sincere. What should a person include when making an apology? One thing is to acknowledge that they did or said something hurtful. Another is to speak about what they did, not what anyone else did. 
Finally, they need to say that what they did was wrong without any excuses. Giving examples of real heartfelt apologies is hard because the most teary-eyed and sincere ones would have been said with no fanfare. It's not something that gets headlines or possibly even the attention of anyone other than the person receiving the apology. In the case of white privilege, apologizing is only a starting point. There's much more to do, from reducing that privilege to changing our personal attitudes and behaviors to overturning structures that maintain racism to being in support of what people of color are doing to end their own oppression. Do you need to apologize for something? If so, how do you plan to do it? I'm Larry Danzinger, trying to apologize with as little fanfare as possible.